Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to breelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Those were off air. Banana. Oh, that's wonderful. I follow us on YouTube. And it's got a notification on my phone. Okay, I'm sorry. That also means that also <laughs> means we're live, so go. <laughs> we're live! The secret okay, word hey everybody. Banana. <laughs> yeah. Keyword banana. Hey everybody, welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Tonight we have a little bit of a special episode. We are reviewing Spider-Man Homecoming. We're with Eric and Ed, and we have a special guest, Tony. Tony, how you doing? Hey. I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? You know, living a dream, brother. That's right. That's right. That's right. I thought we were talking about beforehand. So, oh shit! Sorry. Oh, professional, oh, here we go. Professional here. podcast, everybody. <laughs> hey, we're having fun out here. Is that like? <laughs> is that like entrance music? Is this it was it was be- it was Snapchat. Sorry, guys. <laughs> is that's, this gonna be like WWE or something? That's the height music. To- nice. <laughs> to get if you smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> so I. Oh my god. I wish I had a good Spider-Man segue to say there. But I got nothing. Well, that's all right. well your yeah. friendly neighborhood podcasters. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With that. So. Tonight we're talking about Spider-Man Homecoming, a movie that I've been looking forward to since the announcement. Uh, I don't know which one I was more hyped for, either Alien Covenant or Spider-Man so far this year. I think kind of Spider-Man take the kick on this one. This was great. Yeah. I saw this in 3D accidentally. How did you guys see this? Did you guys see it in 2D? <laughs> accidentally? Yeah, I, accidentally. I mean, like, I mean. accidentally is when you accidentally poop a little bit when you met the fart. No, that's no, an no, accident. No, no. I've, you've not done this before. I, I've done this before. It's basically where you you quickly look up a movie time and not looking up anything else. And maybe it was maybe you didn't pay attention, or maybe the the movie times didn't properly word it, or maybe the font was just too light to the background. Who gives a shit? You go to that movie theater and you're like, hey, I'll take one for the two thirty. They're like, okay. That one's in 3D. You're like, oh shit. Well, which one's the standard? It's like, oh, that next one's at four o'clock. It's like, fuck. Well, give it. The, I, I guess I'm seeing it in 3D then. Yeah, I mean, like, that's like the my least favorite way to watch a movie. But like, uh, I bet this movie is pretty dope in 3D, right, Jordan? Like, it, it was. It, it was. It was, cool it, was, it was dope. Yeah. It was dope. Uh, it was definitely a post-conversion job. But no, that's not what happened. What happened to me was I went to my small theater, town called Wasion. It has a movie theater, and it has a Walmart. That's it. Um, so I go in there, and it is packed. This theater is never packed. <laughs> Ed, this was the theater that we showed our movies at back in the day. Oh, that movie, that, that place is, yeah. well, nice. It is nice. <laughs> so uh, anyway, my, my, my story is I'm there. Uh, we pay for a show, and I go to see it Friday night. movie starts, and all of a sudden... Um, it's fuzzy. Oh, <laughs> chit chat after about five minutes, saying, "Why is this fuzzy? Why is this fuzzy?" And all of a sudden, the lights went up, and the usher came in and said, "Uh, sorry, folks, uh, this is supposed to be the 3D showing. We're not going to charge you guys for the 3D price. So here's your glasses and a free popcorn. Enjoy the movie." What? Oh, oh wow, dope. So that was that was kind of a fun experience. And now the funny thing is that I went back and I told a couple of people about it at work, and they were like, "That doesn't make any sense because in a movie theater, uh, the trailers are in 3D. It says put on your 3D glasses." Well, this is a small theater; they only play one trailer, and then they go into the movie, <laughs> and that trailer wasn't in 3D. So yeah, oh yeah, that's how I saw this. Uh, the only thing that's great about it in 3D is in uh, the wa- is when uh, he's crawling on the Washington Monument. Other than that. I go see it in regular, really, honestly. Nothing, nothing that's a big deal. Okay. Uh, and that's. See it. I, I would think that there was like some of those scenes where he's just uh, web shooting and he's grabbing cars and flipping them, or that, that boat scene, that ferry scene. Uh, that would have been pretty cool, maybe. But 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it feels like unless you're specifically filming something for 3D, like with the vision in mind of 3D, like uh, Martin Scorsese did in Hugo, as we talked about before, it, it doesn't really. It just seems kind of gimmicky, or like you know, the like the the, the Muppets shit or the Honey I Shrunk the Audience. What Disney? Yeah, like those were made specifically for 3D, you know, like so they. Right, could... yeah, because there's like interactivity. Those things are great. Like I, I don't know, like 3D is not the not the way to see this movie. Just actually go see this movie, however you can, because this movie was fucking sick. Like it was an awesome, awesome movie. Like they, I think they finally nailed Spider-Man. Like, like really, truly nailed that character and like made it fit within this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like it was really, really cool. So this is the well, third. Here's the one. Th- here's right? the one thing I'll add to that, though, is it kind of felt more almost like an Iron Man sequel, for the most well, yeah. part. Like it's Marvel. It's a Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, but like this, this one had way more than anything else did, except for the Captain America movie, which was Civil War. You know, it, like it, this had this had more of that shit in it than any of the other ones. You know, so it kind of felt like an Iron Man sequel. I, uh, it. I, I agree to a certain degree. Like, I, I, it, it feels like an Iron Man sequel because I, I think we all know that Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man is not going to be around forever, and this is going to be the easiest way to, like, keep the Marvel Universe going with, like, a central theme or a central character. Like, it seems like Spider-Man, like, starts off with all these gadgets and stuff and then, like, loses it towards the end of the film, and that's okay. Like, he's becoming his own superhero you know like he's kind of growing up just you know at, as he is as, a, as an actual person uh so like i feel like this movie is like the lead into spider-man taking over the throne of like the avengers but we're talking about like six movies from now you know like a while uh-huh. oh yeah um but i, I agree this, this did feel kind of like an iron man movie with the amount of screen time robert downey jr got <laughs> i i appreciate well i will it, though like, just because the way that the movie starts, like, automatically it starts off at the ending of Captain America Civil War, you know, uh, where it's in a very unique style, too, where he's vlogging everything. Yeah, uh, it, fe- mm-hmm. it, didn't f- it didn't feel tone deaf either. Like, it felt like a millennial, like, experience, kind of, you yeah. know, and, and living yeah, through Snapchat. They they didn't insult the viewer. They didn't, uh, thankfully, there was no origin story on this one either, you know, and so it, one it, sentence. it, it completely already knew that you, the viewer are up to date with who Spider-Man is, what he's about, how he got there. That's what it is. And so it's good to see that in a third reboot, you know? I don't want to see it again and have it there, you know, have us do this whole thing again. We know what he is. And it was really well done in that part, too. Then, yeah, I think out of all the other ones, like all the other Peter Parkers, I I really like Tom Holland. He's just convincing. (laughs) Like, he's actually, like... Just a very, very good Peter Parker. He's what I envisioned Peter Parker to be. This, this. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't believe he's fourteen, but you know, well, yeah. still, I, I can see their, I can see your other point. I imagine yeah. him being like more, yeah, a little older, like sixteen, seventeen, but, um, mm-hmm. uh, but still, I, it, it was just very, really fitting. I, I really, really enjoyed it, and yeah, it's like they're, they're gonna ramp this up to, to have this be, like, this is future proofing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and like, just to just to go back to like your your point about the origin, so they only mentioned the radioactive spider in like one throwaway dialogue sentence, like easily could miss it, and they never mentioned Uncle Ben at all. They never said with great power comes great responsibility. Like they didn't retread any of the like kind of trite Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. They focused mm-hmm. on him as a character him as a superhero that's already in this very well lived in superhero universe. Cause I mean like think to all the other Marvel movies or like other superhero movies you've seen the, the world kind of feels like, you know, Oh, this is the first superhero to enter it. Or like that's, that's how it's felt like to me. Whereas like in this movie, he's interacting with other superheroes. They're like part of the other movies, like fuel his story. Like it was, it felt really cool. Like it felt very different than a lot of the other superhero movies. Uh, it was really interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I'm so glad that they didn't try to retread anything. You know the story, you know, and they and that's you're exactly right. You hit 
nail on the head that they didn't tell you. They didn't say a word about Uncle Ben because you already knew it. They made one mention about a spider, and that's only because his buddy was asking how it happened. Mm-hmm. And you know, like the kid, they they just they just did a great job with no. Literally, the backstory was that this happened immediately following Civil War, and they yeah. tell you that because he's he's Snapchatting the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, so let's, let's uh, sorry, let, let's build up to the start of how the villain is introduced, Michael Keaton, because that's even before the, all this is where uh, after the yes. first Avengers movie, right after the alien technology, yes, or, uh, yeah, uh-huh. rubble and debris. But is... if you don't mind, go ahead. Um, if, I'm sorry, because I've wanted to say this guys for a while. I, I, um, I to to go on to that vulture thing. Let's let's step back even more. We're gonna go far back, boys. We're gonna go back to November of 2014. So I did a lot of research on this. Um, so back with Amazing Spider-Man 2, which until all this movie, in my opinion, was the best Spider-Man movie ever. Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield. I really liked that one a lot. Ugh. Uh, Sony has <laughs> you had all the email links. Yeah. Right. All the all the. It is. Con- it was confirmed. You guys can Google these emails, and you can mm-hmm. find it all on- online. But what happened was, <clears throat> they already planned on doing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. That was confirmed in the emails, and they had Garfield signed on, and they had a Sinister Six movie planned. That was guaranteed going to happen. That'd be dope. Hi. Sony went to Marvel, and the only reason why this movie exists. It's because the head of Sony got hurt. What's that? That is a because the owner or head of Sony got butt hurt. Oh, okay. Butt hurt about about and what? And this is well, this oh, is what happened. The, the, he went down. Down. Did he, did he just cut out completely? Uh, yep, yeah, I don't I don't hear him anymore. Oh, Jordan. Uh, it, ha- it had to happen while we're live, Jordan. Thanks. Your your <laughs> shitty internet ruined our broadcast. <laughs> well, good. anyway, so we'll we'll, we'll move I'm on here. until I'm he gets. Here. Oh, there we go. Okay. I'm here. Uh, the head of Sony uh, was down at the World Cup with Andrew Garfield, and they were going to make an announcement of Spider-Man three and four. Andrew Garfield showed up drunk, stoned, with a hermit beard. <clears throat> and the guy said, you're fired. You're never playing Spider-Man again. We're, we are doing the whole thing over now. That's the only reason why this movie exists. Really? Wait, I mean, uh, I find that I can find that kind of interesting because, you know, like they, they really didn't tie in the other two movies. I believe you. But they really like the the other two movies, the Andrew Garfield ones. They didn't tie them really into the story at all. No, they didn't. This has nothing to do with it. It's just the point that Sony was going to do uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man three and four with Andrew Garfield, and they went down to the World Cup to announce it. They were going to show pictures. They had photos made. This was all in the email Sony hacks because people okay. were emailing each other talking about. It. And Andrew Garfield showed up to the World Cup with the head of Sony, stoned, hermit beard, just looked like a wreck. And the head Hmm. guy said, fuck Andrew Garfield. He's never going to work in this town again kind of attitude. He's not playing Spider-Man. We need to do something else, and that's why this movie exists. So wait, time out. You're saying that all of that just, just because Andrew Garfield showed up at the World Cup wasted. Is that that's all that is? Who doesn't is, go to the World Cup wasted? Sony email hacks. That's what okay. Well, whatever, man. Well, I, I'm glad it happened because this movie is fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a shame to happen, but like, I, can, something must have happened. But yeah, Tom Holland, everything about this movie was fucking awesome. Can, can I... Can I gush about like my favorite part of this movie? Like, is that like? Oh, right, we'll, so we'll, we'll we'll get there yet. first, but not yet. I, okay, <laughs> we'll, right. let's go in sequence right, because though. we do want a little bit so, of backstory. We go spoilers for how it starts with Michael Keaton collecting yes. the resource. I I think is a pretty unique idea and pretty cool. Best uh, villain in the cinematic universe, guys. 
No, no, this no, is, no. Not, not, <laughs> he was serious? believable to a certain extent, but I don't think he was the best. But that's why this was, movie works so well is because the villain wasn't too large. You know, he exactly. this, this is a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and it builds in the movie that he does friendly neighborhood things, you know? Yeah, he's a mid-level. He's a mid-level yeah, villain. B-tier like, kind of getting uh, rescuing the bike. Yeah, know? Shocker was like the goon. And then the vulture was like mm-hmm. the mid level. Never would never even like Iron Man would not deal with that low level of a a dude. Like that was like the whole point, right? Like it was awesome. I loved yeah. that. Yeah. And the vault the vulture was one of those things that I'm glad that they sort of picked it because there were multiple guys in in the universe in Spider Man in the Marvel universe, the, the comic ones, who were the vulture. Right. You know, and it was it was passed down sort of like I don't want to call it like a token, but basically, you know, anybody who had fallen from grace as a bad guy then became the vulture. <laughs> and the um repeated theme in Spider Man with the hobgoblin and shit too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the stakes were never like world ending or changing, which is great. Like I it was it was a nice like kind of a lighthearted like yeah, it, I would say it was lighthearted in a lot of ways. Like so much of this movie is Spider-Man just like fucking up, you know. <laughs> like, like Spider-Man isn't like successful until like an hour and a half into the movie. Like he fucks up the entire time, and it's great. I love seeing that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he's not afraid, or they weren't afraid to paint this picture of he's a kid. Like he's for real a kid. What would you do if you were giving these crazy powers and you're at this age? You know, like he seemed like a believable Spider-Man. Uh, the Vulture is a believable villain. It was awesome. It was so good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Vulture is not only believable, he is, in my opinion, the best villain in the Marvel movies so far. Man, that Number dude, two is the villain from Civil War. What the, the hell War. you're talking about, man? Zemo, dude. Oh, yeah. dude, I, dude. The Vulture is great. Not only is the Vulture great, but Michael Keaton is the best actor in this movie. And that, he plays yeah. it straight. Well, I mean, like, think about actor. it. Back back when Sam Raimi did the original Spider-Man trilogy, and they were going to do a Spider-Man 4, they were casting John Malkovich to play the Vulture. And that means we were going to get old John Malkovich in a green fucking suit flying around. We didn't want that. Uh, uh, Michael Keaton... Right. We, didn't, we didn't want emo Spider-Man either, but we got it in that series. Yeah. We did. But this Vulture, <laughs> every single one of us on this show can do and, can do and also is relatable to the Vulture. It is wonderful to see a villain complete where I identify more with the villain than I do with the hero. I mean, who well, wouldn't do this, what he did? It's wonderful. This story and this this story and this villain ties directly into everything that we've been talking about the last couple of, of Marvel movies is that they're they're basically telling you that we fucked up, we screwed up. So, you know, there's now a department of what the, what, what do they call it? A de, the department of uh, cleanup or something. Damage control. Damage control, yeah. 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 There's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a new cabinet position in line of succession to the president about cleaning up after <laughs> villains. So, like, but that's but that's real-world kind of stuff, you know? And and there's a guy that who got who was all mad because he bought a bunch of trucks to do cleanup because he's got a contract with the city. And he's, you know, his one of his guys stole stole a one of the you know one of the things from the alien technologies after the cleanup from from the the first avengers movie and he got fired because of this new department that was sort of secret and then it became public you know and you know it's that's that's real world stuff the real world consequences of these comic book heroes which this sounds super nerdy when i say it and i'm thinking and i'm now just talking and i can hear myself sound how stupid nerdy i sound but like it's real world stuff and that's why i think you know, Jordan, I agree with you to a certain degree. This is the most relatable and the most realistic villain that they've portrayed. I don't know if I would say it's my favorite one. Which you see Thanos, by the way. You're going to really like that if you like this guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but I, w- I, I see your point. Yeah, I, the, I, yeah. There was a, a good part of it uh, because it's character building on both sides. Like, every part of the characters that we see is very... Funny, relatable, you know, they're they're very human, and it's it's very nice to see it. So that part of what you see that where this Michael Keaton is down on his luck, and he took action as the Vulture and just capitalized on it. And um, I, I think it's fantastic because then you get that twist. And I don't yeah. know about you, but I saw, when I was in the theater, 
when that happened, everyone gasped. Everyone, it was a big reaction, and that's a big reason why you like going to a packed theater like that because yeah. it's a shared reaction. You're just like, oh shit, and uh, did, yeah, that was fantastic. Um, did you see it coming? Because I no. didn't see that coming. Mm. No, no, I felt stupid afterwards because you should have saw it coming, but I didn't see it. It was yeah, it, it was obvious. so perfect. Like that was that was like one of the best like turns I've seen in a movie, and then like. The tension of those scenes in the car on the way to the homecoming dance, it, it's like they fucking nailed everything about that. Because it just felt like so um, – there was a lot of anxiety there, you know? It's just Genuine, like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it was very, yeah, it was very genuine. That's a good, good word for it. Um, and Michael Keaton, man, is like, I'll give you a chance to walk away from this. And Spider-Man's like, okay. Nah, yeah. <laughs> he just goes right, goes right back after him. It's great. Well, and you're right. Like he reacted the way any 14 year old boy would react. Which number one, a, a senior girl going to homecoming with a sophomore boy, not going to happen. I've tried Peter it. Peter Parker <laughs> balling. I don't know, man. You see those abs? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> nah, he's Spider Man. <laughs> but but my, my my point is is like that's a real moment. Like I I will say this. You know, now that I'm talking about it, I do think that this was actually probably the most real of all the movies that they've done thus far yeah yeah for sure i mean granted we're talking about a guy that got bit by a spider and then can you know climb shit and you know aliens coming out of the sky and a guy a billionaire with a suit you know that can fly that can fly and is really you know can put ships back together but so that being said about- you know the 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 bullshit out of the way this is more real the realistic version of something like this kind of happened. Well, you had uh, uh, the high school part of it, too. And so he was going mm-hmm. through his own things and trying to be a superhero, kind of like what we grew up on in older superhero movies where they tried to juggle around their their social life, their real life, their human life, mm-hmm. along with this, this masked identity tier, too. And so for him to, to do his detective work because of a field trip, you know, yeah, uh, to Washington D.C. and then have drama happen there and, and try to be very you know uh, twist the story around like that. It was really cool just to kind of have all that and uh, um, all the problems. Oh, you know, I wanted to talk about another thing too is that when he when he first gets invited to the house party where uh, you know kind of uh, towards the beginning and yeah. uh, he sees uh, uh, the glow at the end and the bad guys and uh, they play around with the new weapons and he Spider Man's mm-hmm. over there to check it out, and it's uh, Donald Glover. And I thought it was fantastic to see him in this movie after a lot of the rumors and petitions of him uh, trying to become Peter Parker. Miles. I wanted to be Miles Morales. Oh, is that what he wanted to be? He wanted to yeah, be in... It's... Oh, okay. He wanted to be Ultimate in Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, well, what you well he's going to be Lando Calrissian, so he won in the end. Right. And, true. And he is actually, like, that character is, like, based on... I think the guy's name is... It's the Tinkerer or something like that. Like, there's like a comic book character analogy like there between his characters. So you could see him pop up in more movies. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I like his little uh, even in the in the garage, the bit there too. That was a sick scene. That was so good. It's like Spider-Man <laughs> walks up to you know streetwise like kid and tries to shake him down as Spider-Man and with a voice changer. Is like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. It was so good. Intimidation. And the the though, funniest part was he sounded exactly like he, the wannabe Batman. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. where maybe are the other drugs going? Maybe, maybe that's a slight dig at, at DC. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him, but so, it's really cool that happened. That movie was really funny too. Can we just say that too? Like the action's really good in that movie, but I also laughed out loud like numerous times. Like just a, a good chuckle uh, out of the movie. Oh yeah. Especially with the, there was a few parts with the Marissa Tomei too. Fucking oh yeah, really good Aunt May, by the way. Great casting. So uh, still oh, smoking no. hot. You, all these years after my cousin Vinny, oh, still smoking yeah. hot. She looks, she like looks the same. It's like what time machine did she find? Like it's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, the, but the fountain of money. Right. Yeah. Um. So speaking of like supporting characters, what do you guys think of his best friend? I can't remember what his name is. Yeah. He's supposed to be the Hobgoblin, by the way. Wait, what? that's supposed to be Osborne? No. No, not Osborne. Hobgoblin. Uh, but that, 
With that it that is that, that is the yeah hot that's dog. like yeah that's uh what's his name Henry Osborne is that it I can't remember Osborne yeah I for, yeah it's an Osborne family like that 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 group I I don't no, know about that not, but, uh, um. To find I, don't know, I, mean, really, I believe it here. Right. I mean, I believe that they're trying to go that way because they changed they changed Mary Jane Watson's name to what Michelle. Yeah, I was saying my friends call me MJ. It's like wait, yeah, yeah, like, but I don't got, have any that friends. Got, that got a woo. Yeah, in the yeah, it was way. it was all right. Like I don't even like they could just never even do a Mary Jane storyline, and I'm like okay, but like even if that's a throwaway like joke, it doesn't matter to me. Like I fully trust the story these people are trying to tell because they fucking nailed it in this movie and like i said i like all the characters like his his best friend character i really liked him like genuinely funny like uh ned cool. is his name yeah ned that's it ned um stick a solid so character. ned leads yeah ned leads so that's his guy name, in the chair but guy in the chair guy in the chair but I don't think they're going to do that because Ned Leeds, and I'm going to read this. It's only two sentences. This is the actual Ned Leeds, who is the Hobgoblin in the comics. Uh, Ed, uh, It says, Ed Leeds is a reporter for the Daily Bugle. And then Kingsley, a character brainwashes uh, Leeds to act as a standalone goblin. And that's how he becomes the Hobgoblin. He is the third Hobgoblin. So I don't know yeah. if they're going to do that in the movie. Nah. But when he said his name was Ned and everything, I, that sounded familiar, so I Googled it. And I was like, oh, he's going to be the Hobgoblin. I hope they don't do that. But I hope they don't anyway. I hope they do, not do like, any of the superheroes they've already done, or the villains they've already done. Like, I hope they well, do, they have like. Hobgoblin, yeah. Well, you know what would be really well, dope? If we're, if we're going into future storylines here, because in the future, because we've already confirmed that Cable's going to be in Deadpool 2, right? And Deadpool and Spider-Man have their own fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, Cable and Spider-Man uh, have their own, uh, and, and that whole fucking thing that went, that went on, too. Like, that was a pretty dope fucking saga, too. So... Like what did you guys feel about Spider-Man's suit in this cool. movie? Um, you know, I, I think they tried to make it kind of like too Iron Man-y. Like, oh, interesting. Okay. You, you, you know, like, hang, well, hang on a sec. Like, if I remember, like, Spider-Man was just like, okay, you can take the, the Spider-Man version where he, he created the web shooter versus where he has it come, come out of his, his, his hands. There's like, there's two different versions. You can take one, leave one, whatever. But, you know, this, the suit was almost too high-tech for what Spider-Man is. Like, Spider-Man is just a, a teenager who does the right thing and, you know, later on becomes a photographer because <laughs> the only thing he can do is make money t- selling his own pictures. <clears throat> but, like, you know, and he's, like, he just ha- he's always got that sixth sense, the Spidey sense, which they don't talk about in this movie at all. They never mention Spidey sense. Um, you know, it's just, I think that was too much, that was too much technology for what Spider-Man is. Um, so I completely agree with you. I actually wrote, wrote down a note saying like, he you started took notes. I took notes, man. I took <laughs> Oh notes man. We're not that professional. <laughs> no, no, I just, I have to do it to keep my mind straight. But, um, so he starts off with a shit ton of tech and it's like, that doesn't feel right. And then by the end of the movie, he sheds it all. Like all the shit that he's on, like he has his own suit after that, that like he kind of, runs and does his own thing with like he took the the tracking shit out of it like he he's tampering with this this tech and making it his own you know like i i, I like that how, how it started off now i will say one thing though the spider drone was kind of bullshit i thought that was the dumbest thing where he yeah, presses man. his chest and it flies uh-huh. off it's like fuck all that that's the, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing but yeah. like but yeah, that I totally, <laughs> I think I think they're going in the right direction. But yeah, like the the tech to start off with was like he had an Iron Man suit. He was basically Iron Spider at the beginning. Of the <laughs> yeah. Totally basically. agree with you guys. But, yeah, definitely. I, I I you know what? I actually don't mind it. And uh, even when he joined the Avengers, they had they had the future suit on there too, which looked really fucking cool too. That that so cool. that was the Iron Man suit. That was the armor. And, yeah, uh, uh-huh. that was pretty cool. So I I think. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't mind it. It's it's maybe the Marvel touch that they're, they're kind of throwing up in there too, and they did it to allow for a lot more things to to happen. And I'm okay with it, just because it's just the tone of the movie. Like you're already you know I'm already buckled in because it's a comic book movie, and so 
to give him a little bit more respect. It, it wasn't unbelievable. It's not like he has rocket boosters in the shoe. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just basically an AI in like with a heater, and 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 gliders and a glider and in different setting to to shoot your webs. It it was pretty cool that he stumbled into a bunch of these things. He's like, this thing has a heater? No way! Like, yeah. just dumb little jokes like that were just making me crack up. Like, it was perfect. It's like a utility suit, and and that yeah. and that's and that's okay. Like, it's not anything that that is completely like uh, making him like the Hulkbuster or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, and that that part I, I I'm all right with, and yeah. What did you guys um think about uh, the fight scenes? The thought... fight scenes were really good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I thought they I thought they did a great job. Like at the beginning, the one where he's like sort of fighting the Avengers or whatever, you know, when they're sort of when they're introducing the tech, they like the the story the story for it. You know, I thought that was really cool because he fucked up. Like he got beat up, kind of. You know, I mean, he was doing his thing, but he got beat up. Yeah. You know, and the fight scenes where he was getting his, his butt kicked by, like, Vulture beat him up multiple times until, and he even at the end of the, he lost every single fight minus that first one with those, you know, the, you know those, the thugs. those bad, the thugs, yeah. So well, I mean, he arguably he didn't even win that fight because the, the right, right, he, yeah. he ran away, he ran away. So let's just say he lost every single fight. What ended the movie, you know, jumping ahead kind of, was was that he, he sort of had one part, like, he won a little bit, like, he just started to destroy the vultures, the vultures' wings, which had been happening slowly over the course of the movie, and, you know, like, they were going to blow up, and he didn't want his, his girlfriend's dad to die, so he saved him. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, the fight scenes are great, but he doesn't win a single fight, because he's no, he 14, gets, he's 14! He gets his ass kicked all movie and mm -hmm. it's and like it's great like i actually it's really like captivating because it's not like a superman or an iron man or a captain america where you know they're just gonna win like he's there's like uncertainty all the time he's struggling like, he's mm -hmm. he's above he's struggling his, he's above yeah, his pay he's, grade right now you know yeah yeah it's it's great you know it's he's growing up like in front of us the entire movie it's great uh how did you guys feel about at the very end? I don't know if I'm skipping too far ahead, but how by the end of the movie, there's a shit ton of people who know who Spider-Man is. Aunt May knows, his friend knows. I mean, all the superhero people like know, and then the Vulture knows. Yeah. Who's telling but, people in prison? Or no, well, says he's well, no. not going to. But he didn't. He did. Yeah, we're we're jumping ahead to the to the spoiler scene, but or the end mid credit scene, but. He doesn't sell him out for whatever reason, whether it be out of out of pride because he wants to get him or whatever. He doesn't sell him out. And he, Aunt May, who's not going to sell him out, yeah. And his best friend, who knows throughout the entirety of the movie, basically, he wants and he wants to be like his oracle, his what his chair guy. He says, I just, "I'm sorry, I just use a DC reference in a Marvel great, Marvel great podcast scene, by the way." Yeah, when his friend finds out. What's that? Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Great scene, by the way, when Peter Parker is, is sneaking into back into his house and into the apartment. Oh, and he drops the Death Star. Yeah, the Lego yeah. Death Star. Yeah, he's sneaking in, and you have this this really nice planned out scene where he's being very sneaky, very careful about how he moves this and his breathing. You know, you, you, your heart's racing. He's gonna get caught. He's, you know, he's sneaking back in. You know, yeah. And then yeah, they to turn around. And, and the very the there. very next scene, Aunt May gets a free dessert because she's hot. Oh yeah. Yeah, she deserves it. Mm -hmm. Working hard. Jesus Christ. Working real hard. She should be thought about based upon her personality and her ability to get herself through the world, guys. What that a, is objectified. What a gentleman of you. Like, what a good guy. You're you're a good guy. Let everyone that's listening to this right now know that Ed is a good guy, a very single good guy. Very single good guy. <laughs> call him up. Putting, get those digits, yo! I'll put my Snapchat think, up on here. Thinking about you, you first, your well-being, you know. And then uh, that's actually going out to Marissa Tomei. I think uh, she's listening right now. Yes, well, I mean, of course she is, she right? Just, she just chatted right now in live chat. <laughs> she slid into my DMs. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, no, we're, we, we got lost. Can right? we talk about favorite scene, like overall in the movie? 
Because mine, oh, I, I totally, I think the, hold on. I think that the Washington Monument where like the first time he actually like saves a group of people, that was super dope. Like very tense scene, a lot of different things happening all at once. And, you know, he saves his class from like a falling elevator. Like it was pretty cool. It was, that was a, a really a little bit of humor awesome in there scene. too. Yeah, 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 and like it was it was very tense. Like I said, like he he's fucking up the entire movie. So like I kept thinking somebody was gonna die in that scene. It was like oh dark turn here it comes. Yeah. Um, but no, like it 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 was like as bad as it could have gotten. You know, um, kind of like the boat scene. You know where the boat gets cut in half. Yeah. And Tony Stark has to come out to like save his ass. Like. Tony Stark wasn't there this time, you know, like he had to do it himself. Like it was a very, very interesting scene. Like uh, you could see the the arc start to complete, like the character arc of Spider-Man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, mine would have to more for sure be the car scene where we first yeah. find out that Michael Keaton is the, the girlfriend's father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, it was just, it was great, man. Like it really was. Like you had built enough emotion for both characters, for all characters in that car, to to really like feel the scene, and it was it was really cool. I just like it how they paint this picture where it's not. He's it's. I'm not watching Spider Man. I'm watching Peter Parker. This entire movie, you know, where it feels yeah. like a lot of other movies. I'm I'm watching the superhero. You know, I'm not watching the character. And this movie felt like I'm watching Peter Parker first rather than it being like, I'm going to Iron Man movie and Iron Man is Tony Stark, you know? So no, this one's Peter Parker. And then he just happens to also be Spider-Man. They they did a really good job with that. And that car scene, I think puts it completely into that because that's where his worlds first meld together. And it, it hit him really, it hit him really hard. And it was just, it was really cool just to kind of see that part. So that's what I liked. Yeah. Is uh, Jordan muted? No, yeah, I'm here. Okay, well... How was this? We'll go to Ed. Ed, what'd you think? No, I mean, I, I, I agree with the car scene, but from a different perspective, I think Michael Keaton, when, he's fi- when he finds out what's going on, and he's slowly piecing it together, <laughs> you can see it sort of come together for him. Yeah. And as he's piecing it together and asking certain questions, you can see Peter Parker, like, you know, you can see his face start to go, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. You know, I know he knows now. I know he knows. And he's super scared. Like, you can see it. Like, he, they, both of them do an incredible job of, of nonverbal acting there when, even though they're speaking, their faces just tell the entirety of the story. Mm-hmm. So I think they both did a great job there. I would say that that's probably my favorite scene for that reason. Michael Keaton looking um, in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite scenes uh, is not necessarily the car because that is very – that seems very on your on the edge of your seat, you know, kind of like terrifying. But I really like the fact because this movie got me. Um, I was not a fan of the beginning after we find out everything about the vulture in the beginning. It goes to, you know, Spider-Man doing his video blog. I know you guys kind of dug it. I was like, oh, God, please don't be like this. Uh, but my attitude changed because the movie took its time. It wasn't like a stereotypical um, Spider-Man movie that I've seen before in the past where we just get right into it, introduce all these villains. We have two villains, one that's already been a villain, one that's going to be turned into a villain. You know, it's different, which I liked. Mm-hmm. But uh, the scene that got me was when the dad answered the door because when you think about it, you you slap yourself in the head saying it's so obvious. Yeah, it was really obvious. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I did it freaking see this and um but i find michael keenan's character to kind of be an oxymoron in a way you know kind of like contradicting himself because he says you know he's doing this for his fellow brother in uh he says you know that you know he's the middle class he gives this wonderful speech to peter motherfuckers the one percent yeah you know it's it just it's yeah and it, it was i just found that interesting uh, Michael Keaton is uh, – so that was my big thing uh, for me was when we find out that Liz 
is actually the the daughter. That was great. Just yeah. absolutely wonderful. That's my yeah, two cents on my favorite scene. Ag- agreed. Kudos to Michael Keaton for making a comeback. You know, Birdman did it for him, you know, but, you know, like, Spot kudos to that dope. Oscar. Should have won yeah. that Oscar. Kudos for Michael Keaton for coming out of nowhere and just just resurrecting his career. Yeah. Guy just nails every role he's take he's took for the past, you know, five years. Did you say that it's, the, it's, the founder, Tony? Is that what you said? No, no, no. I said uh, Spotlight. Oh, yeah, Spotlight was good. We, we, Spotlight. Oh, it was real good. We watched the founder, right, boys? The, yes. The, yes, we watched the founder, and that that was one of my favorites. That was a good one. Yeah, that was an Oscar snub, I think, as we were talking about it. <laughs> I, I never I'm also really excited about this movie because they're doing something that is a little bit different in this new Spider-Man movie. They're not giving us B-list villains. I'm not going to say – I'm sorry. They are giving us B-list villains. I'm not going to say Electro is a B-list villain. I just think that Jamie Foxx did a bad job on it. They gave us Shocker. Not one, but two Shockers. And Shocker's not really an A-list villain when it comes to Spider-Man. He's more Shock. on the second tier. Yeah, Shocker's and, a joke. And – we had one shocker, and all of a sudden we get the new shocker. I was just completely shocked. <laughs> uh, no pun intended. Uh, you know that shocker was in this movie. I was I was happy because well, I always liked him in the cartoons growing up. I was yeah. surprised that Hannibal Burris was in this movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. I forgot he was the detention about that. teacher. Where the hell did he come he's, from? Who's this now? Who's this? A Hannibal great Burris. comedian. You remember the gym teacher that showed the Captain America video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the gym teacher. He's a, he's a, just a comedian. He's a likable guy. I I think he's a funny guy. That was great. Yeah, and he he was pretty funny in his scenes. Um, yeah. Did you guys stay for after credits scenes? By the way. Oh my god. I did. We did, I, I I did, and it looks like Scorpion is going to be our next villain. Yep. Yep, that's what it. That's what it looks like. Uh, were there any other than that one middle, like mid credit scenes? Were there any after? I didn't stay for that. Yeah, there, there was. Explain the, explain the middle credit scene again. So Michael Keaton is in jail, and his previous ally, who yep. he knocked off the ship, is in jail with him, and he co- and that, and he comes up to him, who we presume to be Scorpion. He's and... got a, a tattoo on his neck. Right, a, a Scorpion tattoo on his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he comes. He comes oh. up to him and he says, "You know, hey, this, this Spider-Man guy. He got you in here. I got guys on the outside. Take care of him. You know, everybody's saying that you know who he really is." And Michael Keaton says, "If I knew who he was, do you think I'd be I'd be standing here?" He protects him. Yeah. And that's that. That's that scene. I don't know if there. What was the? What were the other ones? I didn't. I didn't stay for them. Well, that's Man. all I knew was the Scorpion. It's fucking Iron Man. Or, I mean, oh, not, uh, I, Captain, Captain America. America. Piece of yeah, so you know that that video he did in the gym class and and in detention. Mm-hmm. Well, he does one for after credits, and he's just like, "Well, you know, something needed to learn: patience. Sometimes you stay patient, and it doesn't pay off." You know, and <laughs> God, yeah, no, it, he it's complete. He completely trolls the audience. I, I was just like, "God damn it!" Like I said that out loud as I was walking out of the theaters. <laughs> Yeah, that's that act. That's actually really funny. It's super funny. That's hilarious. I also like I also like the Captain America scene where, where he is in detention and then he makes that fun joke that I laughed out loud where he says, "So your body's changing." Well, I know all about that. Yeah, uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That was just ridiculous. Oh, uh, and, enjoyed and the living hell. Those Captain America PSA videos are perfect. You know they're they're just corny enough. Like they remind me of like Hulk Hogan style corny PSAs. Yeah, from back in the day. And and yeah, like, cool. and it's like another thing that's like world building, right? It's like Captain mm-hmm. America is in the schools now, like as like mm-hmm. a as a spokesperson. Like it's great. It's little stuff like that. Like Spider Man grew up idolizing Iron Man and Captain America, and now he like hangs out with them. Or. Yeah. Has the, the opportunity to at times. The best joke in the whole movie is when is that gym scene when Hannibal Burris is standing on the wrong side of the screen when, <laughs> when Captain America goes and my buddy here, your gym teacher. Yeah, he's pointing this way, and Hannibal Burris is on the other side of the screen. That's the best joke. That's the best joke in the yeah, whole that's movie. That's good. 
<laughs> I hope that Hannibal fucking did that one. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna stand on the other side. Uh huh. So, big question for me to you guys, uh, Mary Jane. How do we how, how do we feel about Zendaya or whatever her name is being Mary Jane, or is she actually Mary Jane? Zendaya, Zendaya. Well, that? they imply it because they say MJ. she says people call me MJ, which. You know, okay, I don't care. I don't care about them changing the name. You know, I don't care about. I mean, I, I would because it. If you're gonna introduce the love character, like the the this like that's Spider-Man's number one love. Although he has others in other storylines. Like Gwen Stacy's got MJ. Right, right. But the number one that you think of is is Mary Jane Watson, MJ. Okay, so they didn't want to name her Mary Jane because it wait. So what? But. You know, I, I, I wish they would have just had her be the love interest the whole time. She is, but it's reversed. Like, she stalks Peter Parker you know what? throughout like, the whole movie. I, and that's, like... that's the exact opposite of what Peter Parker is. Peter Parker is a nervous, weird dude who gains confidence through being a superhero. No, I don't no. know if that's necessarily true because I need you guys to help me on this one. I don't know if they said her name that this MJ is going to be his love interest until the last movie because there is a high school student a girl high school student that does the news hair with the black headband I did not get her name oh she was the girl what? from uh, the nice guys is she Gwen did they say Gwen her name's Betty it looks like the movie? Wow. Yeah. yep her name is Betty in the movie so, so uh, I, oh, damn. so I think it's totally fine. They like do this whole, like they call her MJ, you know, whatever. I don't care what they do. Um, they didn't have to introduce like a ton of characters. Like they introduced just enough. It wasn't like they're trying to get to, you know, Harry Osborne or Gwen Stacy or MJ really. Like it's a, it's a toss, toss away line. So they're basically saying we can just build the Spider-Man universe we want. And like, we can introduce those more important characters uh, to the storyline when it works for the story. Like, it yeah. didn't work for the story mm-hmm. in this movie, so they didn't do it. Um, totally agree. So if even if she doesn't end up being MJ in, like, future movies, if that's not, like, the, the way the story goes, like, whatever. I don't care, you know? Um, I would actually love for them to do Gwen Stacy again because, like, Amazing – wait, Amazing Spider-Man 2 yeah. – that was the one where Gwen Stacy dies, right? That's that's the one where they did that mo- that whole story thing. Yeah, I never saw that movie, but I saw that scene, uh, and I would love for them to do that again because that that fucking scene's great. It's a big scene. That's a very big scene. It's a powerful moment for like Spider Man. There's you know? a few. There's a few, and I, I think that it's uh, because in the original Civil War, like that's when Spider Man reveals his identity. That's when he stands in Times Square and takes off his takes off the yeah the takes mask. off the mask. Says on Peter Parker. Maybe mm-hmm. I want I want to see fucking Venom too, but it's not gonna happen. I don't think. What are you talking about? Venom's well, they tried movie. it. They tried it, and it turned and it turned into emo Spider-Man. We'll we'll see. Uh, guys, what are you Venom's about? got his own movie yeah. with Carnage. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. Movie. Yeah, that is right. It's not gonna be a Spider-Man movie though. That's a Sony movie. It's not a Marvel movie. I mean, whatever, man. Ghost Rider got his yeah. own movie too. So those movies sucked. Mm. Yeah. What? I love the I, well, the original. I love the Ghost Rider movie. Nick Cage. Like it was bad, but like it wasn't it was bad. Aw, it, it wasn't. It was a bad movie, but it was still like I love to watch it. Mm. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like like remember remember Spawn with uh, Michael J. White. Nice. Oh Wait, my gosh! Yeah. Who, who was? Who was? Wasn't like John Leguizamo. Who mm-hmm. was the the midget? The midget kid was that Dane John Leguizamo. John was John Leguizamo. Oh, that's right. That's right. The big fat clown. <laughs> Martin Sheen was in that one. Mm-hmm. Right. I love Spawn. I think Spawn <laughs> is incredible. It's one of my favorite stories. So, like I love Bat. Like and the Punisher too. The Punisher is a dude that like just got all mad because his family got murdered. So he just goes off and just starts shooting people. And then shoots the people for the right reasons. And I love the fact that there's a Spawn story on Netflix because they're bringing the entire world together for the Infinity Wars. It's perfect. All right, well, Spawn's DC. Sp- now, yeah, wow. I'm, am you're I drunk? Saying, yeah, you were supposed to be saying Punisher there. You're saying, you're saying for uh, uh, the other end when they do the... Um... Am I drunk? 
What the hell is the Justice League? I, that is that is the Justice League movie. But wow, I'm drunk. Well, there you go. It's there's there's a Sorry, lot guys. of names. Sorry, guys. That's really embarrassing. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. There's a lot of names, a lot of characters to to happen here. Yeah. But uh, so, so yeah, go ahead. Do you guys agree that this is the best Spider movie of all time? Because I've oh, talked yeah. to with other buddies. And they are still not getting rid of Spider-Man 2. I mean, like, I mean, where does this fall? Is this the best? Or is Spider-Man 2 still the best? Oh, oh boy. Uh, um, you well, know, in terms of, in, in terms of, like, what they're doing with the story of the, the, the MCU, you've got to give it to this one because, like, it's a great story that adds to the Marvel Cinema Universe. Yeah. That being said, this... This movie, much like a few of the other upcoming ones, are support movies for the main story. You know, Iron Man's main story, su- uh, Cap- I almost said Superman, Jesus Christ. Captain America is a, is a main story. Uh, Thor's a main story. Those are main stories in the cinematic universe. Everything else they've told has been side, has been side stories, support stories. This is a support movie. So... I mean, if I had to pick them, I would. I, I I have to say, pretending that you know, there's just standalone movies. Spider-Man Two, the like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man Two. I agree with that, but this one is is a movie in a larger pool of stories, you know. So you, it's almost hard to justify it. Eric, Tony, do you guys agree? Disagree? Do you guys think that Spider-Man uh, Two? Let is me go, Tony. You can one. get last word then. Okay. Uh, you know what? Like uh, the the Doc Ock one was good, and I can't say that you know I, I didn't enjoy the fuck out of that one because it was cool. Like that that one was a cool movie too. Um, I really did enjoy this one, and just because I think I liked every beat that they were trying to go on with this movie. Like as far as if I understand what the picture they're trying to make, Marvel's just doing it, man. Like they're like they've been doing they've been hitting gold almost pretty much every single time, like. They're, they they know how to they know how to make a movie they know how to make to write the story you know they know they know what they're doing and I, I hope they were really involved in this because I know that they shared credit with Sony uh, on on this so I, I think that there's some sort of split uh, till there I don't know the full story on it but uh, I mean it'd be split in ter- it'd be like split in terms of money but I'm pretty sure that so or uh, Marvel did everything in that movie oh yeah because Sony owns the rights and so I, I would imagine that that just makes more sense. But either way, like, it makes sense in their universe. They, they just did a good job. They know their character. They know what to look for in the character, and they did a great job for it. I, I really did enjoy this, uh, this movie. I think it was the standout. I, I, and not to say the other ones were bad. I just like this one the most because I really enjoyed The Amazing Spider-Man. I thought Andrew Garfield was a great uh, Peter Parker. I liked Lizard Man. I thought they, those were it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I just like this one the most. I, I think it just worked well. It didn't bother me that Iron Man was in it. I liked that they bounced off of the Avengers humor because Spider-Man is in the Avengers. And uh, uh, he had the invite to join at the end of the movie and he turned it down to stay the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man to grow up a little bit. So that, that kind of guarantees the next movie too. I just enjoyed every part about this movie, man. It was great. Uh, I didn't know this too, uh, that uh, the voice of his suit, Karen, was played, was voiced by Jennifer Connelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Just, oh, uh, that is, oh, up. God, that is a name that I, oh, God. <laughs> anyway. So, <sighs> yeah. But, uh, Love I mean, I would say go, definitely go see this movie any way you can. Like, it's it's worth it in the theater. I, yeah. That was fantastic. Like, I, I'm yeah. going to be definitely watching this movie again. Mm-hmm. Like I, I totally agree. Like this is this is the best Spider-Man. This is the best Spider-Man movie, Be, because it it's done things that I don't think a superhero movie has done yet. Is like tell a smaller, more grounded story. Like this is uh, this feels like the most grounded superhero movie, the most like believable superhero movie I've seen ever, ever. Yeah. Like and it was it was funny. It was still full of action. It was still very tense. It was well acted. Like it. Every part of this movie was really, really enjoyable. Whereas, like Spider-Man Two had its really good moments, but I didn't think the shot-to-shot, um, you know, co- composition of it was as good as this movie. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like Spider-Man Two might have set the bar for superhero movies when that movie came out, 
And this movie is doing the same thing. Like, it's taking that next step. It's like, hey, superhero movies have changed. Bam, here's the next level. Like, the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think the best question to ask, though, uh, to this group, like, I want to ask you guys this, the movie guys, is this your favorite Marvel movie? Like, this this is now in contention for me for, like, my favorite Marvel movie. Swear to God. It's like this, Guardians of the Galaxy, or the uh, first Avengers movie. It's one of those three. Probably this one. Like, are you guys? What do you guys think? Where does this fall? It's a it's a good movie, but for me, Iron Man two is the best is the best of the the Marvel universe. It's okay, hands so down, in my opinion, in my opinion, the best. Avengers is this like a top, the, is this like a top three or well, like, I mean, they they haven't made that many yet. And when Infinity Wars comes out, assuming they go the direction I think they're going to go, that move the the. One and two are going to blow everything you've ever seen out of the water because it's just sure. going to be huge. Like they're literally taking seven hours to tell you this story, and in over two movies. Yeah. So if it goes the direction I think it's going to go, then then that's it. I think the I think the first the first Thor is better than this movie. The second and first Iron Man are better than this movie. This movie is I mean it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. I think it was well okay. done in every point that you've said. Well acted. But in terms of the universe, it's a support story. I mean, you got to keep that in mind. Like this, this movie is a support story for the rest of, of everything they've done. Captain America is, you know, is a main story. Iron Man's a main story. Thor's the main story. Those three. Everything else is on the other end of the timeline that you just have to add into getting up to the Infinity Wars. So, I mean, I see your I, again. I see your point. I agree with everything that you've said. I, me personally, Iron Man two. Probably Thor, the, the first Thor, and uh, and Avengers one are tied for a second. Iron Man two, that fucking that him and War Machine when they do that, that gun oh my god inside the dome, back like to that, back. Yeah. yeah, back to back, like that is that was that, that amazing. Was pretty Get goosebumps with that. Uh, uh, some future stuff here. Story. Do you guys know what uh, Tom Harlan's going to be doing next, or do you guys know what he's doing? I saw him actually uh, in my bedroom. I saw him on the wow. movie. Uh, the Lost City of Zed. Yeah. Uh, that I uh, we did a, the mini review on that one time. Um, I saw it at the just kind of like the you know, local art house theater over here, and uh, he was sporting a mustache. He played um, wh- whoever the guy Jax is from Sons of Anarchy, who's so hot right now. He played King Arthur. Oh, Charlie something. Yeah. 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 Uh, we played uh, his son in the movie, so uh, he's, he. I saw him in in something before I saw him as Peter Parker, you know. Well, that's good that you saw that. I don't know how I feel about this, but he's just been confirmed to play. Okay, I don't know if this is a big. Okay, hold on. More build up. More build up. Jeez, what a okay, geez. Uh, he he's going. He is confirmed. It's on IMDb. It's confirmed. That his movie, his next movie is going to be Nathan Drake Uncharted the movie. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Young Drake though, right? Yeah, he's they're they're going a different direction with the Uncharted thing. They're doing uh, like an origin story, a Nate Drake, which so, is which is excited. pretty awesome. Which yeah, uh, I don't know if it's what I want. I just want an Uncharted movie, and I don't want it to suck. So as long as I can do that, I'm cool. <laughs> You know, don't I, give it. Don't put it on a pedestal just yet. We don't know anything. Does, we no, don't no. know anything else about it. I, hope I like he does this well. kid, though. I like I, this kid. I really do. I like him. I hope he does well in that role too, because I was watching Indiana Jones the other day, and it's like I, I really like. What a, a great adventure movie. We need like another Pitfall movie like that. And yeah, if that was gonna yeah. come out, I, I want it to be not like Crystal Skull. You know, just have to be just kind of the plum playfulness, and I think that's his character. Like that's a big part in these Marvel movies is that they're casting. You know who these characters are. When Paul Rudd was cast as Ant Man, you know what kind of Ant Man you were gonna get. Like mm-hmm. from the start, you already knew. Same with Chris Pratt. And I think now yeah. Tom Holland has has kind of set that with a Nathan Drake Tom. casting. So you well, already and, know. And, you're and that's true that. because the guy the guy behind uh, like the director who's doing the movie did uh, like the Nathan Drake movie or Uncharted is he did Night at the Museum, did the internship, did he was a director for Pink Panther. Uh, okay. so, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going, they're going that direction. All right. Well, like, well, that's not going to be too good now. I'm not excited. Well, no, <laughs> we'll see, like, make it 
it, it has to it still has to be quite serious like some shit happens with nathan drake you know like, like i i could see the movie being not a full length feature starring tom holland as the young nathan drake like that could be the first half of the movie or it could be like a large flashback sequence like I don't think he's going to be Nate Drake forever. I I, I don't think that'll work. Well, and and um, here's and here's the thing. Here's the big problem because you've got the Spider-Man sequel coming out in nineteen, which is going to take nine months to film. Yeah, you've you got can't do all these movies. You've got the Avengers movie coming out in uh, in next year, and that's been filming. You know, or it's probably it might even be close to being done. So when in the hell is he going to have time to do a full length Nathan Drake movie? Well, we'll, we'll or see. series of movies. He's, he's he got two movies. Yeah, he's got two movies in between. But he's got one in the can already. It looks like uh, there's no release date on on Uncharted. So I mean, that's probably just uh, that's probably, probably just writing the stages. Script. Yeah, it's probably stages right now. So I would imagine that uh, he's probably wrapping up Avengers right now. Pre-production for yeah, filming. Pre-production for his next movie, Chaos Walking. Yeah, he's on schedule, man. He's always working. Yeah, he's on schedule for it. He's, he's I mean, working. guys. Uh, you know, final review, um, kind of to show my hand a little bit. I was not excited to see this, kind of. I know I'm kind of contradicting myself in a way. But, you know, I was I was kind of done with it. I mean, like, I know Tom, Har- uh, Tom Ho- Holland did a good job in Civil War. But this is the third Spider-Man reboot, quote, unquote. And I just, I don't know if I wanted it a third time. Uh, but this is the most confident I've ever felt with a Spider-Man movie. And I can't wait for a sequel because they're doing things right, in my opinion. And I thought he's, I think he's great. I think the suit is great. I, Ed, I hear what you're saying. You know, that it's uh, that it's a mini Iron Man suit, pretty much is. Uh, but I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the sequel. I am ready. So with that being said, Tony, we're going to have you go first. How we rank it is simply this. Would you pay money to see Spider-Man? So what you do is you rank it as, what would you pay? no, I will not pay any money. I'll, I would I'll pay, pay half price to see this movie or full price. Oh, I'll pay just a million times. So, I'm going to go see this movie again. I would, like. I will pay over and over and over again to see this movie. Uh, it's fantastic. Go out and see it right now. It's great. Okay. Ed, how much money would you pay to see Spider-Man Homecoming? Well, all in. I mean, I it, it just this movie standalone. It's a full price. It's full price for me. I mean, it's a it's a great it's a great flick. It's well done. It's well acted in. Decent script. Villains great. Villains acted well, which is I don't want to say rare, but it's becoming more and more such. Um, you know, but realistically, if you are a fan of the Marvel Cinema Universe, this is a must see. So you have to see this movie, and. You know, you have to it, – it's a full price. It's just, you know, it's well done by itself, and it ties in – essentially, it ties in better than the uh, than most of the other movies other than the main storyline movies. How they're going to do movies like Black Panther, we don't know yet because that's coming out after Infinity Wars is done. And it obviously ties be- in better than the Guardians of the Galaxy movies because we all know that they just sort of come in at the end and save the day. So – you know, it's it, it's the best tie-in that they've done. So I'll say, you know, I mean, again, full price. All right. And Eric, how much money would you pay to see Spider-Man Homecoming? I'd say full price standard. Doesn't need to be 3D. Uh, I was happy with where I saw it. I got my my usual up-close up seats for it. It was, it was great. Enjoyed it front to back. Would definitely see it again. Pay full price. Uh, I myself. Full price? Wow. So some, we're full price across the get board. Get some popcorn, you know. Have have a have, have a have a day. It's more than just a movie. It's a big night out. This movie's not only a full price for me. This movie is so good that you need to go to the concession stand and order a thing of milk dugs and then put melted butter in it. It's that good. Wow, that's a heart attack. Oh my god! Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming is probably the best movie I've seen so far this year. Wow. Uh, this this is fun. Um, I want to go see it again. I'm not going to have time to see it again because of Movie Guys Podcast. we got a movie next week. A movie that I'm even more excited to see, too. So we'll talk about that in a second. But, no, I mean, like, Spider-Man Homecoming is great. Michael Keenan cannot do anything wrong anymore. He is the greatest thing since Wonder Bread, my opinion. 
Michael Keaton, all the way. Thank you for playing the Vulture. Nobody else could do it better. And uh, Spider-Man Homecoming 2, please, no more Tony Stark. That storyline's over. <laughs> let's just move on. Let's move on. Tony Stark is great. Iron Man's fun. But uh, let's have a movie without Iron Man. Let's just, let's just try that. Maybe you'll be successful. So. Same character. You're going to see him. Yeah. With that being said, we have another movie that I'm excited for. Guys, this is the, this is the year of Jordan. I mean, I got Alien Covenant, Spider-Man. We got Star, Star Wars coming out. But then we also have one of my other favorite movie franchises, Planet of the Apes. Next week, War of the Planet of the Apes we will be reviewing. Oh, my God. I am going uh, tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow night. Jeez, dude. Night. Nice. Up, huh? I, so uh, hyped. Um, I, I need to – I'm going to yeah. rewatch the, the first two of the of the new trilogy. <clears throat> Get caught like up. The, movies. the greatest uh, remake of all time is definitely Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It's so subtle that uh, – that you don't even notice it. You have to watch it like 20 times to get the subtle stuff. Love it. But yes, yes. War of the Planet of the Apes is coming out. You guys know what the approval rating is on Rotten Tomatoes? 95, I believe. Wow. Now. It's pretty good. 95 or a 96. One of the two. All right. Maybe 93. I got to check it out. But uh, 93. Sorry. My fault. So, but uh, Tony, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Tony, can you plug your show real quick? Where can they find your show? And, uh, and what do you do? Oh, yeah. Hi. So uh, I also have a show on this network called Hey, I Like That Game. Uh, me and my buddy Jake, we play through a video game every once in a while, I guess. It, we're not like a weekly or monthly show. We kind of do it when we feel like it. But uh, we just sit down, we play a game until its completion, and then we talk about it. Uh, the The games are usually like either I pick one or Jake picks one, and it's, it's stuff that like we feel very nostalgic for and then go back and play it. Um, you can find on the, the, the movie guys, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you could, you could probably find mine through the same, uh, through the same stuff. So, uh, check us out. And Jordan, what network is that? Where can they find all of us? Uh, be real network. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com, movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Um, and I am updating the be real network site again. So it says it's down for some but anyway that's another thing but you can find it brealnetwork.com and also on itunes search movie guys podcast and also um you can download the podbean app on on your app store or your play store and search movie guys podcast but we'll be back next week for war of the planet of the apes and then we got atomic blonde after that so busy summer for us so thank you so much for downloading guys we appreciate it Bye.